When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply tummy time. Some babies love it. Others hate it. But doctors say it's an important part of baby's development. So what are some strategies you can do to help your baby get the most out of the time spent on their belly? And how can you make tummy time more fun for your little one? We're answering those questions and more on this episode of Newbies. He's gorgeous. Um, it's a girl. Surprise! The whole family's here. So when are you having the next one? It's just poop. Ready for another? Wow, you look really tired. Ready to go back to work? Yellow poop? Seriously? Did you sterilize this? Sex? Now? You've got to be joking. You should sleep when the baby sleeps. She doesn't look anything like you. I thought you already had your baby. I did. Babies don't come with instructions, so there's Newbies, helping new moms and new babies through the first year. Welcome to Newbies. Newbies is your online, on-the-go support group guiding new mothers through their baby's first year. I'm Natalie Gross, mom to a four-year-old boy and a baby girl. We've got a great show today talking about tummy time. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to visit our website, that's newmommymedia.com, and subscribe to our weekly newsletter. That'll keep you updated on all of the episodes that we release each week. Another great way to stay updated is to hit that subscribe button in your podcast app, wherever you're listening right now. And if you're looking for a way to get even more involved with our show, then you can check out our membership club called Mighty Moms. That's where we chat more about the topics discussed here on the show, and it's also an easy way to learn about our recordings in advance so that maybe you can join us live. So today on the podcast, I'll be joined by our featured expert, Tiffany Labano from The Mama Coach. But first up, I have a panel of mamas here to share their experiences with tummy time. So let's kick it off with some introductions. So ladies, tell me a little bit about you and your family and your babies and where you're located. Lauren Rose, do you want to start? Absolutely. Hey, guys. So I have actually our little one, August, here with me. So if you hear any coos, that's him waking up from his nap. Um, (laughs) But August is just about to turn five months next week. He is um, our first. My husband, Evan, is in the military. We're actually stationed down at Fort Benning, Georgia, not too far south of Atlanta. Um, And yeah, we are learning day by day all the new baby, new parenting things. So (laughs) grateful to be here. Thanks so much for being here. Rachel, what about you? Uh, Hi, thanks for having me back. My name is Rachel. We have a 13-month-old boy. His name is Luca. Um, We are just outside of Washington, D.C. in Springfield, Virginia, and I'm excited to share what worked and what didn't with our tummy time experiences. Perfect. Well, what were your experiences with tummy time, you know, from the beginning to now? Did your babies love it, hate it? Luca did not care at all that he was on his stomach most of the time. He has been a very go-with-the-flow kind of baby, and we would roll him over and be like, oh, okay, I'm here now. And he would just kind of chill and look at things. And um, he always really liked to kick. So even when he was um, laying on his tummy, he would do a lot of kicking. And our experience, I think, was pretty easy. I can't recall any time where he just absolutely freaked out. Yeah, that's awesome. 
What about you, Lauren Rose? Same or? A little different. (laughs) (laughs) Um, August is an awesome baby in like every regard other than tummy time. Um, He's gotten so much better now, but yeah, bringing it back to when he was a newborn and, you know, that first couple months when they're like, okay, at least a few minutes a day. I mean, he would just not be about it. He also um, struggled with reflux. So that was definitely a big part of it. Um, Even being held, he didn't probably when he hit one month, he didn't like being held like face to face anymore. Like if he was upright, he didn't even want his belly on my chest. So we had to hold him like the opposite way where his back was to our chest and he was facing out. Um, so it was a mix of him being really observant, wanting to see everything, but yeah, that reflux was huge. And then anytime we tried to put him on his tummy on the mat, he just was not about it. He also has a 95th percentile head. So little man, it could have been, could have been something to do with the big weight of his head, but it just was many things. So yeah, we really struggled with tummy time. We didn't get him on his stomach, non-fussy, probably until about three and a half months. I'm sure a lot of moms out there can relate. Did you guys get any guidance on tummy time from your pediatricians? Like Lauren Rose, when you were having those struggles, did your pediatrician help at all or kind of tell you how long to do it or why you were supposed to do it, things like that? Um, definitely the why for sure. They just kept saying, you know, keep trying, you know, keep trying and he'll be fussy, but it was more, it was less of a fussy cry, more of like, mom, I'm in pain. I'm uncomfortable cry. And I just was like, I'm not going to put you through that if you're not ready for it. And developmentally, we were concerned that he was going to, you know, miss little milestones or something. Or, um, so when we talked to the pediatrician, she's like, just encouraged a little bit per day and that he would do it when he was ready. So that was encouraging too, that like, you know, he was good. We weren't too far behind on anything. He was showing signs and like development for everything else other than that, like rolling over arm push up on the belly. Um, but I feel like you can never have too many resources, especially as a first time mom. Like I just wanted, all the answers of like, your baby's going to be fine. You're going to be able to do all the things. So yeah, we didn't really have that. And then, yeah, like I said, about three and a half, four months, finally he was okay. We're like, okay, hopefully we're good. Yeah. Rachel, what about you? Did you get any guidance of sort of like strategies for tummy time or what to do, how to do it? Yeah. So, um, Luca was a preemie. He was really, really small when he was born. Um, and I did a lot of tummy time on me for probably the first two months. And it was recommended by our pediatrician mm-hmm. to try and do that. So a lot of the tummy time was on me for a while. And then we also did it on the floor. I would do it in his crib. Um, I kind of tried to make it in varied places so that he wasn't bored with what he was seeing or he had different experiences. And I think because he was just kind of so chill, he didn't roll I think till he was like five or six months. So um, that's kind of been our experience with everything with him actually is uh, he's so chill. He's just, he's okay doing whatever. (laughs) Um, Actually, we're having that experience with walking right now. Like he can walk, he chooses not to. (laughs) So, um, but I think um, we also used some, a lot of toys with tummy time. And then when he was on the floor, I spent a lot of time laying down and we would look at each other kind of face to face. Um, and then I had this uh, penguin that had like a bell in it and we used it a lot. When he was on his back, he would kick it incessantly. 
And then when I would turn him over for tummy time, I would um, rattle it in front of his face. And that really got him to like look up and look around and then he would reach for it. So we have like a couple really specific toys that he enjoyed that helped kind of engage him and not just let him be super chill and just be okay with what's going on. Well, thank you both so much for sharing your experiences. We're going to take a quick break and then bring on our expert. So stay tuned. Today on Newbies, we are continuing our discussion on tummy time. Our expert today is Tiffany Labano with The Mama Coach, which is a global team of registered nurses and nurse practitioners who provide coaching for parents across a range of areas. Tiffany has a nursing degree from Johns Hopkins University and previously worked as a pediatric nurse for five years. She's also been a doula, a NICU nurse, and pediatric research nurse. So lots of experience with tummy time, I'm sure. Tiffany's also a mom of two girls and a boy. So Tiffany, thanks so much for being here today. Uh, Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. In your work with moms and new parents, what are some common struggles you hear about when it comes to tummy time? I think the biggest one is I always hear, what do I do? My baby hates tummy time. And there's so many different ways and alternatives to tummy time that can make things go a little bit smoother for you and your little one. So if one of the forms of tummy time, you know, your typical baby on the floor isn't working for you, um, try a different position. You know, when it comes to tummy time, we're going to try and work on gradually building up the time uh, your baby has on their tummy. So remember, every second counts. And if your baby only likes to be in tummy time for a few seconds, that's great. Change the positions, rearrange the schedule of when you try tummy time, and just a few seconds uh, multiple times throughout the day just so they can get stronger and work on that increase in time. Another one I hear is if babies are struggling with reflux, tummy time can can be a little bit more challenging. It can be harder for them. So I always suggest try tummy time positions that keep baby in a more upright position. And remember to save tummy time for 20 to 30 minutes after feeds. And then the last one, and I know I struggled this with having three little ones and a dog, is trying to find a safe place for tummy time. Um, My typical tummy time on the floor location didn't always work when I had two older toddlers running around. So I just got creative. I did different positions, like I said, um, and making sure that you have a safe space, maybe with a baby gate or in a pack and play for your for your baby to practice tummy time that is safe um, from other babies, toddlers, or pets. What are some of those other positions that count as tummy time? Some of the other positions are on your chest, and it's really great for that very teeny tiny newborn stage because mom or dad or grandma, grandpa, somebody's face being that close to your tiny baby is going to really entice them to lift their head up, and they're going to feel so supported um, just having them on their on your chest. Uh, another different position is trying the traditional tummy time on the floor, but with a rolled up towel or a blanket under their um, arms and chest for a little bit of support. Another position is the football tummy hold, tummy time hold, which is exactly what it sounds like is kind of having baby lay on their belly um, in your arms and having them practice holding up their head and they can lay their head up and down into your the crease of your elbow for support when they get tired. Lying baby across your lap if your baby hates tummy time. And then also a really creative one is having baby practice tummy time on an exercise ball. So those are just different positions that kind of keep things really creative. Um, it can help you adjust the angle at which your baby's on tummy time to combat things like reflux um, and keep baby engaged and in a more comfortable, soothing position for tummy time and while accomplishing all of those other wonderful benefits of tummy time. Yeah. I love that skin to skin counts as tummy time. That's so cool. It surely does. 
So why is tummy time good for babies? Why is this a recommendation we hear from pediatricians from day one, really? It's really has a lot of different benefits and I'll try to touch on, you know, as many as I can. I think number one is we're trying to increase the neck and shoulder muscle strength so your baby can do things like hold their head up, learn to sit up on their own, crawl, walk. Those are laying, tummy time is laying the foundation of engaging those muscles and practicing those skills. When they're on their tummy, you know, in the very beginning, they're practicing just simply kind of holding their head up and turning from side to side. As time goes on and as your little one grows and gets stronger, they're practicing actually pushing up onto their elbows and then finally onto their arms. From that position, they're going to be rocking back onto their knees, laying those that groundwork for those other major physical developmental milestones like crawling and walking and sitting. Um, remember, we also want them to hold their head up so they can learn to sit and start solids when they reach the appropriate age. Um, all of those physical motor skills are are starting with the foundation of tummy time. There are a couple of other benefits too. So it helps prevent that flat spot on the back of baby's head or on the side. If you have, you know, as you know, newborns, they sleep a lot. And if they're sleeping on their backs, as it is recommended, they're spending so much time on their backs. And that can lead to those flat spots on their head. So having ample time in different positions, not just traditional tummy time on the floor, but in mom's arms, on their chest, in different positions, helps alleviate um, time, too much time being spent on their, their head and preventing that flat spot. And then the last one is sometimes babies are born with stiff muscles in their neck and their shoulders just from position in utero, and tummy time encourages them to turn their head in different positions, um, stretch out you know, so they don't get stuck. I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that term torticollis, but that's the stiffening of the neck muscles. So being in different positions helps stretch that out so they're they're working on um, turning in other directions than their their body may be used to. How frequently and for how long at a time should babies be doing tummy time? And does this change as they get older? Yeah. So the American Academy of Pediatric recommends tummy time for full-term, otherwise healthy babies starting you know, within the first week, as soon as you bring your baby home and when their umbilical cord stump falls off. Um, and when you have a brand new teeny tiny baby, success is, you know, a minute at a time. We're going to offer tummy time two to three sessions per day. You know, once they start crying, then it's time for a break. What we want to do is try to build up um, gradually build up the time that they're spending in that position. By two months old, we're aiming for about three five-minute daily sessions. Um, three to four months old, we're, at that point, your baby should be able to lift their head off the floor, lean on the elbows with their head you know, upright. They may be able to even lift their arms off the floor or arch their back. So after four months, we're looking at um, a minimum of 15 to 30 minutes of tummy time per day. And then once your baby is rolling over independently, you know, from belly to back or back to belly, or even scooting or kind of getting into different positions, sitting positions, you know, once that, which can happen anytime between like six and nine months, once that happens, you're likely going to find that designated tummy time is going to be a lot harder to achieve. Um, it's still important to kind of practice those positions and have them spend plenty of time on the floor and exploring. But setting aside 30 minutes, you know, up to an hour, however many, you know, that designated tummy time is not as scheduled because they're kind of typically moving in and out of positions on their own and spending more time in that position pretty naturally. 
Yeah, I was going to ask you, when does tummy time stop being important? And is there still value to doing it after a baby is more mobile? Because, you know, my daughter, when she started rolling, I would put her down on her belly and she would promptly roll over. So I'm like, I'm trying to do tummy time, but you're not letting me. Exactly. So like I said, so once baby's mastered the rolling and begins crawling, you know, anytime between six and nine months, they will still be getting the developmental benefits of tummy time while moving in those different positions. So it's not totally essential to have them do dedicated tummy time. They're going to be moving in and out of positions and getting a lot of those same benefits anyways. But again, because there's such a range of when that happens, you know, six to nine months, every baby develops on their own. If you're not finding that your baby is doing those things on their own, I would still completely make time to meet those tummy time goals um, on a daily basis. Okay, so at what point should parents seek help if their baby really does not like tummy time and is maybe just crying every time they put them on their belly? Yeah. So like I mentioned before, one of the best benefits of tummy time is to help strengthen those neck and back muscles. So if you've been working with your little one and you're unable to see any improvement in how your baby's tolerating tummy time, it might be worth mentioning to your healthcare provider uh, so that they can assess for any muscle stiffness that those tight neck muscles can make tummy time really, really difficult and uncomfortable for babies. So signs that that might be happening, you know, having a stiff neck include only turning their head to one side, maybe a flattening to the side of their their head, if they're, they tend to prefer breastfeeding on one side more than the other, if they're crying when you're pulling clothes over their arms, these are just things that you could look out for that may be red flags to discuss with your health care provider. Another thing is um, typically your healthcare provider should be assessing your baby's the size and shape of their head on a regular basis. But if you've noticed a strangely shaped head or a flat spot that hasn't gone back to a typical shape by about two months of age, I would definitely mention that to your to your provider. Again, if you notice that your baby has a strong preference for turning their head to the one side or if they have difficulty turning their head one side to the other, all things that could be worth mentioning to your healthcare provider to see if there's maybe something more going on that's preventing them from really enjoying tummy time and getting all of those benefits, just not enjoying it enough to spend as much time as that they need in that position. Tiffany, thanks so much for sharing this important information. We're going to take another quick break and then bring back our moms, Rachel and Lauren Rose, to the conversation. So stay tuned. All right. Welcome back, mamas. So I wanted to know, um, Rachel, Tiffany and I talked about kind of how tummy time gradually goes away as your babies start, you know, becoming mobile. So what did that look like for you and Luca? Yeah. So Luca didn't really roll till, um, like I said, five or six months. And then he went from uh, rolling to sitting unassisted within, I'd say, one or two months. And as soon as he started sitting unassisted, we really stopped encouraging tummy time. He'll still play on his stomach and roll all around, but since he started sitting unassisted, we haven't actively encouraged it. He gets tummy time at night, though, because he sleeps on his tummy with his little butt up in the air. Isn't that the cutest? He wakes up with little red spots on his knees. It's very cute. Oh. <laughs> well, Lauren Rose, you know, August is still five months, I think you said. So are you kind of noticing a gradual shift away towards tummy time or still still getting a lot out of it? Still getting a good amount out of it for sure. Like you mentioned, we were chatting. It's also just a good way to put him down. (laughs) And now that he does love it, he 
he can like live his best life like on his tummy. He's really pushing up now and it's exciting to see how much he can push up at like now, you know, almost at five months. And uh, like Rachel said, we have a couple of toys that he loves to like be in front of. He has his mirror that he loves so he can be content there for a hot minute. Um, And he can roll from belly to back fully unassisted, like, once <laughs> one over and then back to belly again, because of his big head, he like is almost there. He just has to like needs help with getting his head over. Um, so that's what we're mainly working on is still having tummy time, but focusing on the rolling and stuff like that. And then he can sit up propped. Um, and he's almost there with sitting on assisted, but I think we still have a little bit of time. So yeah, just with all of that, I'm, I'm grateful for his willingness to participate now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know we've already started talking about this a little bit, but what are some tummy time activities that you've done to help make tummy time more fun for your little ones? Any recommendations? Yeah. So first and foremost, I like to always recommend starting tummy time sessions. Um, Make them short in the beginning, kind of gradually increasing time um, as baby gets older. But I always like to recommend 20 to 30 minutes after a feed and quickly – from the transition from a diaper change. So after your baby um, has a, wakes from a nap, does a quick diaper change, and then we kind of transition right to tummy time from there. Or if you guys do a feed first, giving them 20 to 30 minutes. And I think setting the schedule up first where baby's dry, happy, fed, and just awake from a nap is a great time to start tummy time. Um, from there, just introducing different toys that are within baby's reach to help with your baby learn and interact with their surroundings. Um, Newborn babies love high contrast, so black and white flashcards are a really great tool. Um, Having your baby their eye level when you are when they're in the tummy time position, matching your eye level. If you want to either lay on the floor or do that tummy time position on their chest, that's another really great one. Um, or asking someone to change those high contrast cards or different sounds like shaker toys or rattles just to kind of get their attention and moving those things in different directions. So instead of directly in front of them while they're in the tummy time position, kind of move things to the one side on the right, to the left, a little bit higher, even below them if it's laying directly on the floor. So just putting their toys or high contrast things or even someone's face in front of your baby during tummy time is going to really make them engaged and enjoy the the process. And then I something I didn't necessarily know when when baby when my babies were first really little was um, that chest to chest tummy time position counting as minutes towards our tummy time goal. And that's a really great one because baby is able to see right across your, you know, right up into your face that you're in their line of vision where they're only able to see, you know, within six to 12 inches and they see you, they see mom, they see dad. It's a really engaging position for babies to be in. Um, Skin to skin is another great thing that you can accomplish. And it's really easy to get in and out of that tummy time chest position if you are, say, breastfeeding or if baby's napping in your arms and they're kind of ready and primed to be in that position. It's also really nice for babies that have reflux because they tend to be in a much more upright position than say laying down completely on the floor. Um, It is a really sweet position. It's one of the sweetest and most like memorable practices uh, that you can have during those early days while you're bonding with your baby. It's really nice too for mom if you're 
you know, freshly postpartum and you're having a hard time getting up and down off the floor during tummy time, this is a really great position for both mom and baby to to get a lot of minutes of tummy time in. Um, Other positions that I mentioned that could be really fun for babies, the exercise ball, that gives them a little bit of motion while they're in that position. You know, babies love motion, so that's really nice. And then, of course, making sure that the area that you're doing tummy time in is, is cushioned, but of course, no loose blankets where, you know, that could get Um, crumbled up under their faces. But there's a lot of things that you can do for baby, you know, in combination with the right timing of tummy time in relation to their day and schedule that can make it a lot more enjoyable for, for everybody in the tummy time process. I love how you talked about getting down on the floor. Like I did that so much with my son and with my poor daughter. I'm like never on the floor with her. I feel so bad, but (laughs) second child problems, right? I'm telling you when I, it was something that we did, we spent so much time in. And then when I got, you know, you get more and more pregnant and it becomes so much harder <laughs> that you, and then you're, you're kind of recovering while everything goes back into its original place. And you're like, oh, getting up and down off the floor sounds so hard right now. Yeah. <laughs> so we have definitely utilized the skin to skin with her in the, you know, the chest tummy time. So that's been really wonderful. Yeah. That, that, like chest to chest, like if the baby doesn't want to do tummy time or is too small, really just to have them on your chest, not only is that so sweet, but it's helpful to know that you can kind of check the box for the day because it's funny how long three minutes feels at that season, right? Like, yes. like okay, tummy time for three minutes a day. And you're like, oh my goodness, like <laughs> yeah, not even three seconds. So yeah, Especially definitely. when they're crying. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's like sure. the movie sequence for three minutes. It lasts four hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like two entire movies for three minutes. Truly, truly. So for that, you know, definitely the chest to chest helped. Um, yeah, the mirror and, and yeah, me getting down on the ground, laying and like being face to face with him. So um, like Lauren mentioned, the mirror was great. He still mm. is obsessed with himself in the mirror. <laughs> it's like babies are so narcissistic. It's very cute, I think. Um, so like putting it in front of them and yeah. letting them like, okay. Uh, I would put it in front of him. In front of him. I would put it at different distances. Sometimes I would like put a toy in front of it so he could like see different things. Um, his favorite toys helped a lot. We did a lot of the black and white cards in the beginning to help him kind of strengthen his neck up. Um Doing it on me was, I guess, kind of always his favorite. We also had a crib mobile, um, and he was obsessed with it. And you could move it up and down the slats in the crib, and I would move it down, and you like place it in different parts of the crib. And he would look at that a lot. He really liked the music and it like had lights and stuff like that. So that helped a lot too. I guess just using things in a way that you wouldn't think to use them. Also, like keep an open mind. Yeah. Well, thank you all so much, Tiffany, Lauren, Rose, and Rachel for joining me today. Listeners, you can find out more about Tiffany at tiffany-labano.themamacoach.com. Also check out newmommymedia.com where we have all of our podcast episodes plus videos and more. That wraps up our show for today. We appreciate you listening to Newbies. Don't forget to check out our sister shows, Preggy Pals for expecting parents, Parent Savers for moms and dads with toddlers, The Boob Group for moms who give breast milk to their babies, and Twin Talks for parents of multiples. Thanks for listening to Newbies, your go-to source for new moms and new babies.
This has been a new Mommy Media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.